Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number two. For over 40 years, I have been traveling to Israel. I took my first journey in 1977, and ever since that time, I have been doing everything I can to get as many people to Israel as possible. But according to statistics, 93% of Christians in America will never travel to Israel. And because of that, I'm now doing everything I can to bring Israel back to America and to the Christian community, specifically the evangelical community that I deal with. And so today, we're going to start the journey together as we are on the way. And so if you were to leave the United States, you would fly to what would be labeled on the ticket Tel Aviv, but it's not actually Tel Aviv. Ben-Gurion Airport, named after the first prime minister, Ben-Gurion, is actually located outside of Tel Aviv in the ancient city and district of Lod, L-O-D, pronounced L-O-D-D, Lod. And we don't hear a lot about Lod uh, in the Bible because it is primarily an Older Testament city, usually related to the Via Maris, what later became known as the Via Maris, and that's the great north-south trade route that went from northern Africa and Egypt all the way uh, into Asia and uh, then into Europe. And many of the events that took place in the Bible took place along that stretch of road called the Via Maris. And in coming podcasts, I will talk with you about the great trade routes. But when you fly into Tel Aviv, you're actually flying into Lod. Now, we know Lod better in the New Testament as Lydda. The scripture says in the book of Acts chapter 9, this is after the substitutionary death of Jesus in Jerusalem, his bodily resurrection from the dead, his speaking and teaching and appearing to the disciples for 40 days, and then from the Mount of Olives ascending and to return back again, as Zechariah the prophet says, back to the Mount of Olives And then he will set up his kingdom and he will reign for a thousand years, according to the book of Revelation, chapter 20. And so we're going to pick up on the narrative long after that ascension. And Peter now is going to make his journey down to Lydda, or where we land when we go to Israel, and that is to Lod. And the scripture says in the book of Acts, Chapter 9, then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. By the way, that is the same geographical divisions that modern Israel goes by today. And so it says the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified, were built up, and walking in the fear of the Lord, in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied, not just addition, but multiplication. Now, it came to pass, as Peter went through all the parts of the country, that he also came down to the saints who dwelt at Lod, or now called Lydda. 
And there he found a certain man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden eight years, and he was paralyzed. And Peter said unto him, Aeneas, Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Messiah, heals you. Arise, make up your bed. And then he arose immediately. So all who dwelt in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Lydda is located, uh, again, along that ancient trade route that the Romans call the Via Maris in Latin. And it is there that you find this huge, long valley that runs north to south that is called the Sharon or Sharon Valley. Yes, it is the same valley that Solomon speaks of when he talks about the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. We'll talk more about that in the next podcast. But after his time there at Lydda, he didn't stay very long there until he went down even farther and to the west to Joppa. Now, the scripture continues to record at Joppa, there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. That's what we usually know uh, her by. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. But it happened in those days that she became sick and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. And since Lydda was near Joppa and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. And when they had come, they brought him to the upper room. And all the widows stood by him weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them. She must have been some kind of seamstress. But Peter put them all out and knelt down and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed on the Lord. And so it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon, a tanner. Now, a tanner needed to be near water. And if you're in Joppa today, you will see that it is a great port city, both ancient and uh, uh, modern. And uh, it is adjacent to so close to Tel Aviv that it is called Tel Aviv Joppa or Joppa Tel Aviv. Now, it was at Joppa. It is in Joppa that Peter is confronted by God himself through a great vision of a sheet coming down that is filled with all kinds of animals that are creeping and crawling, non-kosherut, non-kosher. As you recall the story in the book of Acts, Peter, when he is told to arise and eat, says, I have not done so since my youth. Now that's amazing. And the reason it's amazing is because I hear all the time Western and American preachers saying that Peter was not a religious man. The disciples were religious. Most of them were very religious. And Peter was a religious man. You say, well, how do you know that? Because he was keeping kosher. And according to Acts chapter 10, he said, I have done that since my youth. And so that means that Peter grew up in a religious atmosphere probably in a religious home, and he was a religious man. Often people will say, well, wait just a minute. Peter said he was a sinner, and he fell down before Jesus and said, depart from me, I am a sinful man. Well, the apostle Paul, at the end of his ministry, not at the beginning, at the end of his ministry, fully justified, 
fully forgiven, having lived for Jesus for years, said, I am the chief of sinners. You see, the longer we know the Lord, the more we realize how perfect he is and how imperfect and sinners we are. Yes, we are saved by the grace of Almighty God, but we are also well aware that in ourselves dwells no good thing. So it is at Joppa that God speaks to Peter and opens up a door to the Gentile world that had never been opened before. In our next podcast, we will look at Joppa as we continue On The Way. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at tonycrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.